The same word magicals used by George Plimpton, the great journalist, to describe what Rune Arledge brought to ABC Sports for the very first time in 1970, Monday Night Football, came to primetime. No longer a football game on Sunday. The genius behind it was three announcers in the booth, most notably the, loss, uh, the New York lawyer, Howard Cosell. Listen to George Plimpton talk about the magical experience of hearing sports with Howard Cosell, Don Meredith, and Frank Gifford. Number 10, Monday Night Football. People tuned in to hear what Howard was going to say, or how he was going to get on Frank, and what witnesses and what Texas bit of whimsy would come out of uh, Meredith's mouth, so that it was an extra quality that had been, was added to the game. Entertainment reared its head far more than it did on Sunday. It was a brilliant idea, and uh, I was magical. Monday night suddenly became Monday night in. Listen to Howard yelling at a bunch of journalists about what you're hearing is someone different, irreverent, calling a game. I'm a New York lawyer, but it's my show now. It's the revolution is on. Let's listen to number seven. But in fact, you're writing about us. How many of you look to your own papers? Have sports writers who are still writing Monday night football's a disaster. Whom are they in touch with? Whom are they writing for? Well, the good thing about Monday night football was that the announcers became bigger than the show. I think people turned on Monday Night Football to see and hear what Meredith, Cosell, and Gifford were going to say, especially Meredith and especially Cosell. But with these guys and the personalities that they had, and they were so different, absolutely one was different from the other, I really believe that the three announcers didn't like each other at all. That was Chet Ford. Forty, the director, talking about it. All right, let's go to the beginning. How did it get started? Let's go to distant replay number four. This is Pete Rozelle. Actually, we had somewhat of a track record because we had experimented Mission. on five primetime games with CBS for various nights of the week earlier in the 60s. And we were convinced that we'd go. And uh, we talked to CBS and they said, you know what, move, move Doris Day? And uh, they... They had Carol Burnett that night, doing the NBC had Monday Night Movie. So then I talked to him and uh, made a case of these five previous primetime games for done well. And he was obviously very interested, and I knew he would have to do a selling job on the network, perhaps. Number five, this is Rune Arledge, the head of ABC. We figured that we would lose something like 100 of our stations who would carry the football games independently, which would have wiped us out on Monday night. And so it was really fear more than anything else that is the way I got the network to agree to it. Back in 69, when we were negotiating this, we had a provision in the contract that ABC had to guarantee that every game would be shown in color because it wasn't necessarily automatic in those days. Talk about the early days. Black and white versus color. Incredible. All right, let's go to the beginning and how this idea that Rune Arledge and Pete Rozelle of bringing three announcers in the booth and one of them being Howard Cosell who is not trained to be a professional sports announcer, but he was really responsible for revolutionizing the sound that we hear and what football is nowadays. Who's bigger in football than Chris Berman? I don't know, but Chris Berman is actually giving credit to the craft that he learned from Howard Cosell. So let's go to number one, Chris Berman. Who would have guessed back in 1970 that it was a big gamble putting NFL football on primetime television? 
I mean, Monday Night Football was a part of our culture. Just think back. What a great night TV was. Conan Martin's laughing from 8 to 9. Then Monday Night Football with Dandy Don and the gang from 9 o'clock on. Was it that long ago that Joe Willie and the Jets were beaten in that opening Monday night game in Cleveland? And now you're going to hear what Howard Cosell sounded like during halftime, during the doing the replays. Let's listen to that, number two. We pick up in the third quarter. 10-7, the Cardinals leading. Wilson handing off on that draw to Rogers. Watch him bust that tackle. And he's on his way. That handoff to Eddie Lee Ivory. And look at number 40 go. And what a day he had. 109 yards on 17 rushes. Six to three Rams, first quarter. Lions ball, Billy Sims. 20. Watch him. Remember the number. You know the name. Touchdown. Third play from scrimmage. Number 82, Alan Page, the counselor at law, banging the ball out of Kenny's hand. Now listen to Chris Berman. Literally, what do they say? Flatter, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Listen to Chris Berman imitating Howard Cosell, giving him the credit. Uh, number three. You remember because you was there. We all were there for Howard's halftime highlights, weren't we? He did so many wondrous things in his career, broadcasting through the years. But I'll tell you, that was as good as it got. A lot of what I do on primetime, responsible for the way Howard Cosell did those highlights. And we thank him. And the greatest who ever did it, Pat Summerall from CBS Sports, he remembers how they tried Monday Night Football at CBS, but they weren't going to give up on Gunsmoke. This was a risk, believe it or not, at the time for ABC and Rune Arledge. Let's listen to number four. Well, the earliest Monday night football games were actually on CBS as an experiment. Bob Wood was then the president of the network, and Pete Rozelle tried to convince Bob Wood that CBS should do Monday night football. And Wood's argument was, we have Gunsmoke on Monday night. We have I Love Lucy on Monday night. We're the number one network. Why should we make a change and take a gamble on professional football? And Roselle really, really tried his best to get CBS to carry Monday Night Football. Well, they turned, they turned thumbs down, and that's how ABC got involved. And number five. Mired in third place with soggy soap operas and insipid comedy. ABC Sports. ABC's Rune Arledge figured the network had nothing to lose and struck a deal for the Monday Night Package. The next task was to put together a broadcast crew. Arrogant, pompous, obnoxious, vain, cruel, persecuting, distasteful, verbose, a show-off. There's no question that I'm all of those things. <laughs> and finally, number six. Next, ABC paired the polysyllabic New York lawyer with the homespun humor of Texas twanging Don Meredith. And I think it was the fact that you had Don, who was totally uh, outrageous and uh, disrespectful. Uh, and he wasn't nearly as much so as people thought he was. But he was just a good old down-home boy that could, he could say, oh, Howard, and America thought he was wonderful. And if you don't think the players played harder because they were now on primetime, you're kidding yourself. The iconic running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Franco Harris. Let's listen, number eight. The games were a rating smash and a big hit with the players as well. Personally, I loved Monday Night Football. And, and like to me, it was always a little bit, a little bit more special. There's no doubt about it. Uh, just because of that, that, that this is your night and everybody's tuned in to you. They can't go watch another game. If they want to watch football, this is it. So like it's time to make sure that we're at our best. Monday Night Football changed America's viewing habits and became a national phenomenon. It was a revolution. 
a magical moment in sound in the world of sports, just like Muscle Shoals and Rick Hall, a visionary in music, Sonos in the world of making a speaker for your house using wireless technology, and for me in surgery, surgery, learning from my teacher, Dr. Ranawat, how to use my hearing, the sound, the magical changes in tone when I work on bone with my tools. What a great topic today. Coming up next, I'll take your calls. The clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. And I also want to take you into surgery this week, an ACL and a knee meniscus that I did, and explain what I found and why and what you can do as a weekend warrior to prevent it. And don't forget, we got to talk about that hot dog and chocolate. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. 